0: Good afternoon everybody, I'm Cam Stewart with the fantasy sports news update. The Alliance of American Football has suspended operations already. Seven weeks into the 10-game season, the league has stopped operations with the anticipation of the whole thing folding. Majority owner Tom Dundon said last week the AAF could not only continue with the cooperation of the NFL and the NFLPA dundon investing 250 million in the league last month and was given the option to pull funding if need be he's going to lose approximately 70 million dollars for his investment but his desire to fold the league opposes the wishes of co-founders charlie Ebersol and bill Polian. perception inside the af is dundon purchased the investment to acquire the technology and ip rights to a gambling app the league was developing the championship game was slated for dallas in april Ronald Acuna Jr. cashing in big time. The Atlanta Braves finalizing an eight year, $100 million extension with the Young Star outfielder. The 21-year-old Venezuelan will become the youngest person to receive $100 million contract. Acuna was named uh, Rookie of the Year, hitting 293 with 226 home runs, 64 RBI, and 16 steals in 111 games. The Toronto Blue Jays have traded away fan favorite Kevin Pillar to the San Francisco Giants for Alan Hansen and two pitchers. Over seven seasons in Toronto, the 30-year-old outfielder hit 55 home runs and stole 69 bags in 695 games. Toronto also receives right-handed pitchers Derek Law and Juan DePaula in the deal making room for the jays to call up anthony alford from triple-a buffalo (laughs) busy night in the mlb tonight at seven o'clock the big one bryce harper making his return to washington as a member of the philadelphia phillies washington minus 190 total seven eflin versus scherzer nice pitching matchup too tigers and yankees get things started tonight 635 start everybody yankees minus 260 total eight zimmerman versus tanaka at 640 we got action Milwaukee laying 20 against Cincinnati. Total eight and a half. Shasin versus Desclafani. Uh, lots of uh, action at 7 o'clock. Baltimore back at Toronto. Jays minus 208 and a half. Kashner versus Marcus Stroman. Colorado versus Tampa Bay. Rays minus 165, 7 flat. Good pitching matchup here. Freeland versus Snell. Mets minus 135. Uh, their game against there. They got over under eight. Vargas and Urena, Mets and the Miami Marlins, Houston minus 220 at Texas, Verlander and Miller time, that's a nine total there, at 8.15, Minnesota laying 140 at Kansas City, Berrios versus Keller, seven and a half. Four more just after 10 o'clock, Boston laying 85 at Oakland, seven and a half Sale versus Fires uh, San Francisco taking on the Dodgers Dodgers minus 165 over under is set at seven, Bumgarner versus Ryu, LA Angels and Seattle Mariners, 25 cents, eight and a half Cahill versus Gonzalez. And Arizona is at San Diego. Padres minus 125. 7.5. 7.5. Ranky versus Lauer. The Washington Wizards have fired team president Ernie Grunfeld after 16 seasons. Senior VP Tommy Shepard will report to team owner Ted Leonsis on an interim basis. Washington was 568 and uh, 724 with under Grunfeld, making the playoffs eight times, but they never passed the Eastern Conference semi. Four games in the NBA tonight. Lakers in Oklahoma City. Thunder minus 13, 224 and a half. Atlanta at San Antonio. The Spurs laying 11, 228 and a half. Well, Houston minus five and a half. Sacramento 226. Good one out west, too, in the late game. Denver taking on Golden State and Cali. Warriors minus eight and a half. 219 and a half. Two games in the NIT final tonight from Madison Square Garden in New York. First game at 7 o'clock. A couple of deep seeds hitting the semis. Number six, which, Wichita State takes on number five, Lipscomb. This one's a pick'em, 151. Late game, 9 o'clock, the Battle of the Lone Star State. Number two, Texas Longhorns against uh, number one, uh, TCU here. We got uh, the Horn Frogs minus one and a half. 138. In hockey news, the Detroit Red Wings have given coach Jeff Blashill a two-year contract extension. The 45-year-old currently in his fourth season with the Wings, Busy night on the ice tonight. The sked we got: Nashville laying 200 at Buffalo, Boston at Columbus, Tampa Bay taking on Montreal Canadiens. Big one for them, six and a half. Pittsburgh laying 210 at Detroit, Carolina at Toronto, Winnipeg versus Minnesota, Philly and Dallas, Edmonton at Colorado, San Jose versus Vancouver, and L.A. at Arizona. That's the sked, everybody. I'm the Rage Redhead Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenci, host Red Heat and Rage. Coming up next, we talk to our buddy George Kurtz and lots of people coming by today with picks, DFS advice, and a whole lot more. Red Heat and Rage Radio coming up next.
1: All you have to decide is what to do
2: with the time that is given to you. Game, Game Time, time my Decisions.
3: My All right, let's roll. Game Time Decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio has begun. Fantasy Sports our Radio Network, iHeart Radio. Uh, now on YouTube as well, I'm Gabriel Marenzi, uh, throwing it down uh, alongside the raging redhead Cam Stewart. Well, not really along uh, side. I'm in New York. Uh, he's in Toronto. What's going on, Cam?
0: Uh, Not much, Maranci, just uh, getting ready for another day of uh, sports betting action. Uh, Glad uh, we got it done last night, sweat job in the game. But you like to say, let's look ahead, not behind. More big boards tonight. We got NIT action, a doubleheader at MSG right in your backyard there, right down the street. A couple NBA games, lots of NHL. Let's do it, buddy. Big board tonight.
3: Yeah, there's a lot of stuff uh, going on. It's the call before uh, the storm right now in the National Basketball Association. So NIT takes uh, center stage this evening on the hardwood. Uh, NHL hockey, uh, the playoff, the playoff push continues, the final week uh, of play. And yeah, last night, uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs looked like they were in a good spot. They were. John Tavares ends up getting uh, the winning goal uh, last night. And, you know, last night, uh, there were three Toronto teams in action. And I used to say often in the past that when all the Toronto sports teams are playing, if you bet against them all, you'll probably make money. Uh, for the most part. Uh, but I'll, <laughs> I'll rephrase that and just say, if you bet, the Raptors covered last night. The Leafs won, but uh, the Blue Jays did not. Another deal with the Blue Jays uh, today. Uh, Kevin Pillar, uh gets dealt as um, Mark Shapiro, the uh, the deconstructor. Uh, this guy comes in, and, you know, all the, all the Jays are building for the future. They're building for the future. Yeah, well, there was like 10,000 people in that stadium uh, last night. Tampa's not the only ones... Uh, with attendance problems, New York Yankees have a ton of injuries. We'll get Colonel Kurtz's thoughts on that. Alex Smith will join us. Uh, we'll talk some uh, some NHL hockey uh, with Alex Bigman on campus. Uh, we'll hit the NIT uh, this evening. A lot of stuff uh, to get to uh, on the program today.
0: Yeah, you said it, man. Let's... Uh... Uh, I'll tell you, Gabe, you said it. It's a grind. But the thing about the Blue Jays is this. uh, Yeah, you're right. Nobody's in the seats. Everyone's waiting for Vladimir Guerrero. But I don't mind the move at all. Kevin Pillar, he's one of those guys. Sure, he's a fan favorite, but I don't care. You're not going to win games with Kevin Pillar. They have Alfred waiting in AAA Buffalo. He's ready to go. He was for a long time. Now they can make the move. You get a couple extra arms there, too. They're trying to build it. But Vladimir Guerrero better get uh, here soon because uh, fans, yeah, nobody's going to Blue Jay games. Ghost Town, tumbleweed. Uh,
3: That's exactly right. And, uh, you know, Guerrero, of course, got hurt. So he's got to get healthy. He's got to get in shape enough that he can play uh, Major League Baseball on a daily basis. You can't start your career uh, out as a designated hitter. That's not the way you want to come into the league. Um, Speaking of leagues, unfortunately, the bell has tolled for thee. For whom the bell tolls. The
2: Alliance League
3: is no more. Nope. The AAF has been uh, shut down, and it's pretty stupid. I blame the owner of the Carolina Hurricanes, actually, uh, for this. The guy came in, like, on, uh, you know, the night on a white horse uh, earlier in the year, and they can't even get through the first uh, year. There's a lot of weird stuff going on behind the scenes, but really – I also blame Ebersol. I blame Bill Polian. Like I really don't understand like how they started this league with not at least a financial plan to get through exactly. the
0: freaking first year. Sounds like, like they could just go through it, man. They're broke, and uh, I'm with you. And Dunham's talking about that gambling technology game. The story's not over yet. There's a lot of uh, skeletons in the closet. Let's say, Things are brewing. All right, uh, we'll hit
3: the Alliance League and more Yankees injuries are uh, mounting. Alliance League is done. NIT and more. let's go they've got decision training Rage radio fantasy sports uh, radio network uh, now on YouTube I Heart, uh, radio I Amarenzi. the Ranger Redhead Cam. Stewart uh, throwing it down we have a uh, full uh, full deck uh, today we've got uh, George Kurtz Colonel Kurtz big man on campus we've got uh, Alex uh, Smith we spoke with Richard Justice earlier this morning Talk some baseball with longtime uh, baseball columnist uh, Richard Justice. A lot of baseball news after um, just what uh, five days of action uh, on the diamond, and already all hell is uh, broken loose. Panic in Boston right now. They're starting five, have given up thirty-two runs. It's the most uh, runs given up. It's the third most runs given up in modern history by a starting five. They've already given up like eleven home runs. Uh, the Boston Red Sox, uh, the Yankees. I guess it's eleven ten right now. Red Sox have given up uh, eleven runs. The Yankees have ten starters and uh, ten players that are injured uh, right now. Colonel Kurtz is never injured, or if he is, he plays through pain. What's up, George Kurtz?
4: Good afternoon, guys. Yeah, Yankees. Uh, it's a, a pretty much a deal, two deal guys a day. It seems like. Yeah, it's it's uh, they're
3: they're stockpiling, stockpiling uh, right now. Yet you know you look, the Red Sox are stumbling uh, out of the gate uh, right now. Yet, you know, it kind of does, uh, these injuries are going to catch up eventually. I mean, the Yankees, the roster, the, the ball club that they're fielding, still a good one, but not the team that they thought they were going to be fielding.
4: No, and, and remember when we were, so I don't want to say complaining, but uh, Chris said the Yankees, easy schedule in April. They're going to get up to a 35-5 and five start. Well, you know, yep. now that easy schedule really comes in handy with all these injuries. Yeah, you, you better hope. And the Boston
3: Red Sox, mm-hmm. a slow start. Uh, is coming, uh, is nice as well. But, um, you know, I talk, we talked about this this morning a little bit. You have injuries to start the season. You have upstart teams that are playing well and cashing tickets uh, in the betting world uh, right now. And um, you've got the Toronto Blue Jays, guys. We were talking, uh, George, uh, with Cam earlier, but the Blue Jays just trading everybody away. Last night, Hess had a no-hitter going. And to me, it's ridiculous that they took this kid out at eighty-two pitches. Yeah, I agree. oh, he's got a full career out of him. He's only twenty-five years old. Break. yeah, and mowing him down and like, and, and what? Kobe Bryant won an NBA championship when he was twenty years old. <laughs> like, what
0: this see guy? What, can't see pitch. what happened, Gabe. After they took out Has two, they put in the reliever. Walk home run guy was cruising they didn't even you know what I'm saying exactly what we talked about before whole career 82 pitches are you kidding me can't get to 100 the minute they took Hess out of the game ding ding first guys are getting hits stupid it's ridiculous like I I don't
4: get it before you criticize them too much keep in mind he had thrown 49 pitches three days earlier he was not on full rest at all he would have needed to throw 120 yeah. to pitch that uh, no hitter. I'm not sure saying I wouldn't left him in there. Still, the guy was not, rolling. Saying... He's young. Throw him out there for I, a I bit have more. a hard time. To- I would have a hard time pulling him out. I really, I truly would. I, you know, no hitter's a once in a lifetime thing. I, I think I do think you let the exactly. guy go. But he, but he wasn't on full rest. That's why he didn't go to at least 100. You know, so uh, I'll give them I'll give them some slack for that. But you know, you, you're you're the Orioles. You, you guys are gonna be terrible this year. I don't care. It's a two out of three from the Yankees. You're gonna be terrible this year. You might want to have some good momentum going here, something, something to talk about here. I think I would have let the kid go to see what would have happened. But let's face it, even if he got through the seventh, I mean, he would, he would need, to, need to throw 120 on short rest. It wasn't going to happen no matter how you look at it.
3: No, well, I always look at the positive. You're negative, Colonel. I'm I'm positive. <laughs> I look at it that's like my job man, beat hey, you down. Go run a lap. Yeah, he could he could have got he could have got a couple of quick uh, quick outs, you know, quick pop out, quick grab out, a couple yeah, of yeah. pitches. Yeah, yeah like yeah, I'm like Most. at least give me a chance to you know. I would have said, Well, all right, let me see see what happens in the next inning here. He probably wouldn't have gotten there, but on another note, we've only played five games and that's twice Cam. That the Toronto Blue Jays have really been no hit. <laughs> Jordan Zimmerman had a freaking and perfect game going that's against them. exactly and now, what you said. Man. Now this dude, exactly. now Hess, now Hess has got a no hitter going for seven here. It's like, man, ooh, like uh, something to keep our eye on. Hard not to want to bet on unders in Toronto Blue Jay game. And every day they keep on losing another bat.
0: You said it, It's not Tigers. about just the no-hitters, George. It's the guys they gave it up to. Jordan Sw- Zimmerman, one of the worst pitchers with contact. Basically, you hit him. It's it's out of the ballpark. Uh, I can't believe it. Yeah, and Hesk used to get rocked. So, yeah, not very encouraging if you're a Blue Jay right now. You look at that lineup, it doesn't instill fear in anybody. It's bad.
4: Oh, how about the Tigers? They played the Blue Jays over the weekend. They split that four-game series. The Tigers scored six runs in the four games. Yeah, I know.
0: Six <laughs> <You>. <laughs> runs.
4: There, there are a lot of bad teams, guys. There are a lot of bad teams. Detroit, Baltimore, you know, Toronto. I mean, Miami. You go on and on here. Baseball is a game of the haves and have-nots. There aren't too many middle of the road teams. Either you're good or you're bad.
3: And it's strange too, because listen, there's no salary cap, and baseball, ironically enough, is a it is also a league in which the richest team doesn't always win. I mean, the Dodgers spent a ton of money; they haven't won forever. So, you know, we've seen the Yankees spend money. They haven't won in a long time. So it's not automatic, but it seems it seems it's almost like a lot of baseball teams are in tank mode, guys. And, you know, we know the Toronto Blue Jays are. You know, the Kansas City Royals are starting all over. Um, you know, the Chicago White Sox sort of tried to throw money around. It didn't work. But, you know, you look at a lot of teams like the Marlins, they're not trying to win. Um um, Arizona sort of starting over, San Francisco, etc. I mean, it wasn't just about Harper and Machado. There's a resistance with baseball teams to try to get better. And a lot of them are, well, we're not really going to win now anyway, so why spend the money and we're going to sell the tickets anyways? But It's a dangerous game if they're playing. I mean, look, you're a, you're a week in here, man, and there's a lot of empty stadiums, guys. I'd be concerned if I was the, uh, the commissioner because there are a lot of bad teams and Listen, going going to the old park and the old ball yard, that nostalgia is gone, man. You know, maybe it works for some people and stuff a little bit. It'll work once, but once you get gaps for three hundred eighteen bucks, the nostalgia will go away fast, Cam, as you see. Uh, going to going to a Blue <laughs> Jay game, like, and if the team really sucks, so you're what you're going for the sport, you're going for the game, and then you're going to get ripped off. I mean, I saw people yeah, George like who, talking about who am I going to go game? see? Who, who cost who me forty five bucks to park outside uh, Yankee Stadium the other night?
0: I think it might have yeah, been sixty crazy. bucks, right, George? Without Guerrero, who am I going to see here? You got a mediocre, you got a mediocre pitching staff, like you know that guy uh, Reeve Foley. He gets his bell rung last night. You have a couple of good players, Rowdy Telez and a, you know okay, but they're not like can't-miss prospects like Guerrero, then they'll, they'll gouge you for 15 bucks a, a, a drink, too. That's another thing. At least when I go to Kansas City and these other ballparks, I can get a, do- a $2 dog, and they do what we talked about before. Until they do this, and like, really, I, yeah, what did they have? Ooh, they have the one day where, I guess it's Gabe, it's like $6 instead of whatever, but it's still not enough for me. You can still go down there. You're spending way too much money. The parking's $30, $40 bucks most of the time. It, it's a gong show, yeah. You get, get a couple walk-up people, but it's it, you said it it's going to be scary and think about the lines right now guys we're seeing some minus 380s in the Yankees Baltimore game this was in March and April what is going to happen when those teams to- totally they don't get hot like Baltimore they start to lose consistently this one little start hey the season started now reality sets in we're going to have like Yankees minus 500 and something like it's going to be a gong show Gabe and all these teams are going to be 30 games out of it George said it the have and the have nots there's no it's just top heavy right now it's, it's kind of scary actually I've had uh, about yes. enough of both of you bashing the Baltimore Orioles and their hot start
3: uh yeah, from three pretty and good. one. Yeah, maybe with the they're gonna, it's it's over who says they the they're credit. gonna collapse. <laughs> <laughs> who says they're gonna collapse? It's gonna be, it's gonna be Baltimore versus Seattle, <laughs> the ALCS. Yeah. <laughs> the Tampa Bay. Yeah. Who says they're gonna collapse? Hey, crack? listen, I I had Richard <laughs> Justice on this morning, long time columnist, great uh, you know, great columnist, smart guy. It's been around forever. He goes, uh, Tampa Bay. Renery said, hey, Tampa Bay's 4-1. and Do you think it's like a mirage? He said, no. Tampa Bay won 90-plus oh. games last year. Maybe Tampa Bay, like, are the best team in this division after all. Who knows? Yeah. You know, I'm, not, I'm listen, I'm not overreacting over one-one go-around in the rotation here, uh, especially for a team like Baltimore or Seattle. But Tampa, I think we need to take Tampa seriously. And whether people like I it or I- not. Whether people like it or not, they always win when they start their stupid bullpen starting by committee stuff. It works. It's now 33 and 23. It works. Other teams ain't facing it. We'll hit that and more. Strong promo. Quality promo right there. Gang's on top of things. Eight-time decisions, Red Heat, Rage Radio, Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. Yesterday, we played our first uh, MLB DFS contest of the season. And I told you I'm going to enter the $2 entry. And uh, I'm probably going to double my money. And it's exactly what happened. (laughs) I actually called my shot. Uh, but it was all because of the optimizer. Last year and past years, I played about 200 baseball lineups and never won anything. Right out of the gate, boom, productive night uh, last night. So we look forward to playing some DFS baseball uh, once again later this evening. Uh, but uh, so I'm a we got Cam Stewart and George Kurtz joining us. Uh, I'm going to beat Cam to the punch here with his own team. Uh, breaking news. Breaking news and not news you're going to like to hear, Cam. Russell Wilson tells Seattle Seahawks, you have until April 15th to give me a new contract. So um, the um, you remember the interview a couple weeks ago and Jimmy Fallon asked Russell Wilson about playing for the New York Giants and he didn't even he goes, well, I did win a Super Bowl in that stadium. Um, So it sort of begins uh, right now. Now, they could franchise tag him next year, which, you know. There's Seattle saying they don't want it to come to that, but we talked about it before. Russell Wilson's going to be looking at like $30, $35 million a year. He's not going to be screwing around. He's going to want to be paid the highest-paid player in the National Football League. I know it's all relative. Quarterbacks sign these deals, and they're the highest-paid player until the next quarterback signs a deal. But it'll be interesting to see, guys, if Seattle, if Seattle who have been hesitant to pay people big, 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 big money, uh, in the past, will uh, will retain Russell Wilson? Otherwise, uh, will Russell Wilson really be the next quarterback
4: of the New York Giants after Eli Manning? Oh, it's not interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's not going anywhere. I mean, this is all I don't know about that, George. He's not. Go- I don't the know. Quarterbacks about that. Don't leave. He's not going anywhere. I mean, this is sort all of GS, seems like he wants he- to leave camp. <laughs> like, it you know I mean? They, they it don't does. give him any weapons. I, I, I don't blame agree with one that. that. Like, I I'm usually just agree with Colonel I sort of
3: get the feeling oh, that you know I'm he's he him, didn't, him. He feel. didn't say no, no. I love Seattle. I'm not going anywhere. He said, "Wow, New York, New, York, New Jersey's always been great to me. I want a Super Bowl here." His wife wants to live in New York. She's an entertainer. You know, that's not that's even. So, Dan McChardon,
4: where'd he go? I mean, he's not. He's not leaving, guys. It's Seattle's not letting him go. They're franchising. He has no control over anything.
0: His wife wears the pants in that relationship, too. Like, she's got a lot of say on a lot of things. I could tell you. like wear the pants, He can't
4: control. He can't force his way out. He's not going anywhere. Nobody can give them enough for them to trade Russell Wilson. He's not going anywhere. He could get tagged and then leave on his own after next year. In two years. tag him twice. Yes, then he could leave. They're
3: (laughs) they're not going down that road.
4: Washington did it with Cousins. Don't don't think the Seahawks won't do it, guys. The cap keep going, is going to keep going it up. Well, paying someone thirty-five million for a quarterback—that's where you're going to be at anyway. So uh, I mean, he's not especially going. Especially,
3: he's just as,
0: not. As we stated, how's that? You, you don't know? with Lawrence for the for the two straight tags. It, it's it creates it bad animosity between a pair of team. Once you get you paid, should, uh, that animosity
4: not. goes away. It doesn't matter. We always hear this: uh, the oh, I'm still, Then they get paid, and they don't care. And we hear this over and over again. It's the same negotiating play that every player uses, that every agent uses. Yes, Lawrence is using it now. You know, I'm pissed off. You're not giving me you know, my contract extension. You're not giving me the guaranteed money. But also by being franchise tagged, he's made, what, $38 million in the past two years, which is actually pretty damn good. Let me ask good. you something, George. You'll make more money by Have the franchise you- tag each year than you will by a long contract. The, uh, the problem is you're gambling against injury. It's The only thing a long-term contract does yeah. for you is protect you against injury. Otherwise, the franchise tag pays you more. Have you um,
3: have you not been online and uh, not seen the news in the last month in the National Football League? Oh, there's no way Odell Beckham isn't a New York Giant, and oh, there's no way Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell will be back by week one. Quarterback, back by week. 4 He'll be back by week, He'll back by week eight. He'll be, He'll be back. He'll be back. He never came back. Antonio Brown. Oh, they'll work it out. Uh, they'll chill out. They didn't Apples work it out. Apples and oranges. Odell, Odell Beckham. <laughs> If, if Russell Wilson wants out and he starts pushing it and saying, you know what, I don't even want to resign here, guys, so if you tag me, it's going to get ugly. Now, he's not the type of guy. He doesn't appear to be that type of guy, but I don't get the feeling. I don't know. It's not like they ever give him any weapons. If I'm Russell Wilson, I'm sick of, I'm sick of running around running for my life every year and being blamed for everything every time we lose. Like, he doesn't have anything. They don't get him anything. They don't want to spend money. It's not like you know what I mean. It, it, it's not. I don't. I'm not so sure that Russell Wilson's in love with Seattle for his entire career. Guys, we're also talking about a guy that split colleges before. He's not above playing
0: for multiple teams. He, he already did it. <laughs> <laughs> NC State, he already did it. yeah, yeah. NC State, Wisconsin. That's true. He's played. I'm not saying he's happy there.
4: I'm certainly not saying he's mm-hmm. happy and see, I mean, Gabe, you're 100% correct. They don't give him anything. I thought they would have been an organization that should have gone after Antonio Brown. It almost fit perfectly. Right? Malcontent, that Pete Kyle was good at dealing with malcontents. Seems to like dealing with malcontents. So I think it would have worked out well there. And some, they have to give him something. And Doug Baldwin, I, I, Cam and I talked about this over the weekend. He's breaking down. And he's breaking, and he's been breaking down quickly. Yep. This guy needs three surgeries every other week, it seems like. So uh, and they they don't give him anything. They don't have a, they have a decent running game, but not nothing great here. And outside of Baldwin, I mean, uh, Tyler Lockett, yay. Yeah, they don't have anything tight end, yay. Uh, they I, so I don't I totally get that Wilson may be a little pissed. And yes, if he was a different personality, maybe I'd have a different take on this. But when it comes to quarterbacks, every player you named is not a quarterback. Brown, not a quarterback. Bell, not a quarterback. They, Those are different situations. Beckham, not a quarterback. Quarterbacks are different. You can't win without one. And the Seattle Seahawks know they have a top five quarterback in the game. Seattle Seahawks only win games because of Russell Wilson and everything he can do. So the, uh, he's not going anywhere. He's just not. No one in the NFL can offer them enough. The Giants want him. What are they going to give him? Two first-round picks this year. is nowhere near enough. And not gonna mortgage four picks or uh, four fresh out picks in the future. It's not gonna happen. He's not going anywhere until until he has more control, which will be after one franchise take. Then yeah, maybe he I'm, force I'm not, not out. saying I'm not saying and that he's, he's gonna be on another
3: team next year, but it totally wouldn't surprise me if Russell Wilson's not the Seattle quarterback three years from now. Like maybe this plays out. He's got he's under contract this year, but he's not gonna you know, he's not he's not gonna screw them and not show up and out of out of spite. But, all right, they they franchise. they do it once, twice put it out of hand, then, you know, so let's say there's two years left there, and then he's gone, right? So, like I said, I'm not saying if they do that it's two months, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Like, they, he can accept being tagged once, and he's not going to like it. it. And you can tell he's no. already trying to posture. I mean, players can change in a hurry, guys. Russell Wilson has this little nice guy attitude about him, but don't be surprised if he lawyers up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I could see him changing his nice guy attitude. I'm, I'm telling you, that's my prediction here.
4: Russell oh, will If you talking about the 21 season, the 22 Seattle. season, I'm with you. If you think uh, uh, that's three years down the line, sure. Then they don't have any control over him. But he's not going anywhere this year. He's not going anywhere next year. They have him.
0: He's also you 30 he years old. To- o- he's 30 years old now. So how long? You know what I mean? It's, he's get, he's getting a little bit older. It's, it's very interesting. Like he he probably gave once that one big uh, big ass contract before he. Uh, goes away into the sunset with Sierra and starts, uh, you know, being the entertainment yeah. couple and start doing stuff along that because that seems to be where he's going. Kind of like LeBron, I can see him going in uh, an entertainment-type area with his wife who's, uh, you know, she's on top of everything. Hell, she did the New Year's party in New York, right? Like, she's a big deal, right? And he'll, he'll, he'll support her. What are you talking about, yeah, He's going to be the
4: Yankees' second baseman. Yeah,
0: Texas yeah. Rangers.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Yankees have his right. rights now, not the Rangers. They trade him to the Yankees. He's there. Yeah, with the, right. Yankees the Yankees do training. have
0: his rights. That's right.
3: right. He's, he's, there's, he's there's a future uh, <laughs> second baseman. Everybody else
4: is getting hurt. He might be in the second baseman this year. Can he play third?
3: Yeah, you're right at this point. You might not be wrong. <laughs> um, another quarterback in the news, obviously Josh Rosen as of late and what Josh Rosen's uh, future holds. And um, there was talk that a team had offered a second-round draft pick had told Washington, you know, that told Arizona, listen, you know, we'll give you a second round pick, at least that was the report. Now people are saying it's actually Washington, which would make a lot of sense. Like Washington, they do need a quarterback uh, moving forward, a long-term solution. Josh Rosen could be that solution. And we'll see. It could be the New York it could be on the New York Giants' uh, radar as well, but I've said this time and time again, but I think that they think that Eli Manning's not the problem for one reason or another. I, I really do. I think Gettleman's the sort of that coolest that he thinks that Eli Manning's fine
4: and
0: well, yeah.
3: everything
4: else is the problem. There was Gettleman's smoking the good stuff.
3: There was
0: another there was another story guys that they said uh he what was it Eli Manning let let alone this year the guy Gettleman was talking to 2020. It's like are you kidding me? Like that's the thing. Even if you give him protection, you can't have that type of quarterback in the NFL now. He has no mobility. It just doesn't work. It's a different game now. Like, you have to be able to escape and find a way to get a first down with your legs. And it's just not happening. I don't know. These guys in the Giants organization, it's almost like they're trying to tank. They're delusional to me. They don't know what the hell they're doing.
4: It's strange what the Giants are doing. Uh, they seem like they have like, this reverence to Eli. Like, he's been a good quarterback. and Oh, now he just, oh, he's bad? Really? He's been bad for years. I mean, it's another like four or five years. Yes. He's taken away all his weapons. He's a statue in the pocket. <laughs> I mean, are you are you planning on continuing to attacking the next couple of years? Is that what's going on here? Like we just talked about in baseball, it's the same thing in football. There are teams tanking. Is that what's going on here? We know by keeping Eli, we're not going to be good. So we we'll build up for two, three, four years down the line. It, it's strange. I loved all the offseason I think moves that the Giants smart did this year. Doing. No, I don't. Think it's, I don't think it's that either. I don't know what their plan. I, I agree with Cam. I don't know what the organizational plan is. You bring in Golden State uh, to which be is honest, strange with No outside people. It's I, weird. I get it that I get it that the offensive line had some issues,
3: but you know, get sure better but, offensive linemen. That's on that's on the general manager. But the thing is, on paper, they have as many weapons as, as anybody. You know what I mean? You have Sterling Shepard. You have uh, Barkley was only there one year, but even before that, you have Van You have <laughs> Shepard. You have Odell Beckham. I mean, they kept drafting on offense. He couldn't have had any more help than he did. Like, if you can't get the ball to Odell Beckham, who's open on every damn play, then you're not going to be able to get it to Golden Tate. Any decisions? Uh, the Alliance
1: League lives no more. I don't.
0: season now in full swing it's time to swing for the fences playing daily fantasy baseball with DailyRoto.com. become the eighth one million dollar winner or another one of the countless number of people have won hundreds of thousands of dollars tens of thousands everything man they're winning money big time Use DailyRoto.com to set your DraftKings and FanDuel lineups. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter the promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. You can get lineup alerts, projected ownership percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections, the use of lineup optimizers that have already produced millions of DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Uh, so I was saying that the uh, the
3: Alliance League, guys, unfortunately, um, is no more. Um, it's too bad they couldn't get through the season, at least. Um, you know, you can look at the Carolina Hurricane owner that came in. Yet, I understood, even at the time, it wasn't like he would promised to save them forever. But you figure, with the big announcement and everything, that it would just, you know, they'd be able to get through the year. From what I get, it would they would have lost another 10 to $20 million to finish the season. And he wasn't willing to do it. Yet, as you brought up earlier, Cam, there's accusations that he basically bought in just to get the patent uh, for some app and this gaming yep. technology that uh, he feels is very valuable uh, moving forward. I don't understand, like, a guy that owns the Carolina Hurricanes, although I guess he's had some shady dealings in the past, in which he felt as if though threatening to shut the league down unless the NFL... Gave them practice roster players was going to work. Like, I don't like it's real. That's like me, like, putting a gun to my head and standing, like, on the Brooklyn Bridge and saying, Well, unless Goldman Sachs give me $2 million, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. (laughs) They're going to say, Go ahead and do it, jackass, because we ain't giving you $2 million. Right? So, I don't see what the, the NFL would be like. I don't know why this guy's threatening to jump off a ledge and why we're supposed to care. Um, and you find out now, I guess, and this makes more sense, that Bill Polian, Bill Polian, told like the XF uh, the the Alliance guys, listen, if we're successful for three years, we'll get the NFL players. But you're not just going to start a league and expect the NFL to come in and save you. Like it's like starting exactly. up. It's like startup in business. You think because you start a website, ESPN's buying you. You know what I mean? Oh, look, we started a website. Bias. That's. It seems like the Alliance League sort of Eversol seems to be like in over his head. That he thought, well, we'll just get this on TV and everything's going to be fine. I don't know. Did you guys ever freaking think that you can't pay every player eighty thousand dollars? Oh, we're going to pay the kicker and the backup nose tackle the same as the quarterback. Well, that's why you've gone bankrupt after eight weeks. I mean, you had a team in Utah. I mean, there's more people, like, there's more people in an office building than there is in a stadium there. Like, you know, they got no one. Like, Utah lost a ton of money. Like, they put the teams in weird places. And, you know, they did so many things wrong with this. It's too bad because you saw there was an enthusiasm. Media partners wanted to broadcast it. Fans wanted to watch it and bet it. But just another one bites the dust and it opens up the door for the XFL and Smickman.
4: But, you know, guys, isn't this pretty yep. much the society as a whole? I mean, how uh, everybody wants things quickly. We're a microwave society. We want things now. No one wants to put the work in. I mean, gave you're 100% correct. And Bill Polian, what he said is correct. You need, They need to put the time in, which means go three years. You might have to eat it a little bit before the NFL is really going to, or truly. You show gonna you're gonna get a credible interested. league. You show you're credible. You
3: can be trusted with the NFL players. Can't just say, give us your players. Why
4: would the NFL do that? that? That's what this league was banking on, that the NFL would use them as sort of a minor league system. That the, and listen, the owners have proven before they don't care about that. You know, they can't, they closed up the WFL, which is a, a very good league, and that was fun. That was a, a great little minor league system. They closed that up. Why did anyone truly think the NFL was going to care about this? The NFL doesn't care about making their game better, they only care about making money. That's all they care about, these owners. You know, that's the old saying that, you know, this is a business, yeah. not a game. It's very true. And they thought yeah, that the NFL thought does right now have- the AF was a good idea, they, they'd keep it going. They didn't think that. Yep.
3: They don't have a talent problem. You're right. They don't have a developmental problem. You know what I mean? Like the NFL, they you know, they, they have a college feeding system. They already have a minor league, and they're getting it for free. Now, there's talk about the NFL putting together a league in China now, believe it or not. A developmental league in China. Which I think players would rather play in the XFL than go play in a developmental league uh, in China. Yet you know it's it's just it's too bad that they couldn't. You know they're into week eight right now, guys. They're into week eight now. It's easy to say now, but have just made. But it worse. they had. Yeah, I know. They had it eight. They had eight teams. Now, the Alliance League when they started this stuff, all the teams were in San Antonio. Like, that was the base at that dome. Like, that's where the workouts were. That's where the tryouts were. uh, That's where the the photo shoots were. Like, you know, before the year started even, like, they had the players in uniform and action and stuff. It was all from San Antonio. I don't understand, sort of like, like the NBA Summer League, why they didn't have the foresight about this that said, listen, We've got the NFL Network on board. We've got CBS on board. Hell, CBS regular TV is going to show our games, a few of our games. We've got something here, guys. But I don't think it's a good idea that we're flying around from Arizona to Utah when we got a stadium with a bunch of Mormons in Utah uh, where the Utah Utes play. Like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Like, why are we flying around everywhere geographically? Why don't you just do all the games at the Dome? in San Antonio or two locations, Orlando, they have the field in Orlando, you have the ESPN zone, the Disney zone, you got Redfield, you got the, the Orlando the Citrus Bowl, whatever. And then you got you can have two stadiums. You could have had the Florida division, the Texas division. Four teams there, four teams there. Boom. You have the games on T V, high quality football, you you cut down the travel right away. You to save yourself ten million dollars. It's like wrestling. You shoot a bunch of shows in one arena
0: cam. You know what I mean? Actually that may, that does like, make sense and the thing that you, you bring up a great point Moreanti the problem with Dundee so he says he's going to lose 70 million dollars even when we're closing now the fact that you couldn't get to the finish line there and at least have your super bowl uh what were the, it was slated for April in Dallas uh, they could have had the game there and and just at least get through at least get through one like the fact that the failure is 3 weeks before it's absolutely it's it's devastating now you know you can't even take take anything seriously. You didn't finish one part of your goal, and that's a great move. You're right. You might have to do it that way. No. Kind of ding, 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 like wrestling. Have and extra I, I shows can't and take them figure out the safe. I can't take them seriously when they come back now because
3: they're saying, "Oh, the alliance is going to come back." They're yeah. just whatever. No, well, whatever, guys. You fold it's, like such, it's like the show Models Inc. I used to watch. Models, <laughs> you know, there was a show. Aaron Spelling did Models Inc. <laughs> I know Models Inc. You watched the last episode. The last episode was the wedding. The last episode was the wedding. And, like, the gun came out, like, of the church. Like, bam. Somebody walked in and shot and the bullet. And you don't know who it hit. (laughs) You don't know who shot. You don't know who it hit. And it was the end of the season. The show got disbanded after. The show, I never know what happened. It's like the same thing. I want to know if the Orlando Apollos are better than the Arizona
0: Hotshots or not. (laughs) We'll never know. (laughs) The best is when the Sopranos end, it was actually, it happened that way. And it's like, okay, we're done. That one, you need another season to make it work. So, no, you're right. It's just, you said it, Gabe, no matter when they come back to, it leaves a sour taste in your mouth saying, wow, this league didn't even get through the first season. How do we support them again? There's a credibility issue. Yeah, you know. It's not I can't you know, believe it's either. It's like,
3: listen, guys, it's kind of embarrassing. Let's just get through this. But, listen, the players need to get yeah. paid. I guess vendors are getting stiffed on this. Um, speaking of getting stiffed, if there's one little um, nice piece of karma here is um, <laughs> if there's one oh we got breaking news. Uh, a woman with Chinese passports arrested for legally entering Mar-a-Lago. Um, if there's one piece of breaking news here and that's funny, is that Johnny Manziel... Johnny Manziel did purposely miss his 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 medical evaluations in the CFL.
1: Like the, the CFL had it like
3: yeah. <laughs> with the with the Alouettes and stuff. So they had a deal, like, listen, you know, you've got to see, you know, we wanna, you know, we gotta get you checked out every couple of months. We wanna monitor your situation. He deliberately Deliberately did not go and deliberately violated the protocol with the Montreal Alouettes to be a smartass to get out of the contract to to go to the uh, Alliance League <laughs> and oops thing is he was making more money in the CFL and they didn't wait long at all they they were like thank God this kid like just violated this we're off the hook we don't got to pay him one hundred forty or one hundred eighty thousand dollars now he's gone. Right, so they wiped his hands of him right away, threw him under the bus. Yeah, yeah, he didn't live up to the contract. He's gone. He sort of snakes his way into the Alliance League and lasts a week. (laughs) So, uh,
0: Johnny's running out of leagues right now. And the Uh, XFL won't take him because of their policy, Gabe. He's done. He's not playing there. Yeah,
3: we'll see if Vince McMahon lives up to that policy of no uh, no criminal records.
0: Yeah, good point. Yeah, money, money, yeah, we'll see, yeah, it's, yeah, very interesting, we'll see, we'll see how much money, money talks, BS walks, right, yeah, if he plays in that league, then we'll go, okay, Vince, but that's what they say, remember the moral clause, you have to, like, put in your application, so, anyway, yeah, you're right, we'll see it, we'll we'll believe it when we see it. Vince, Vince
3: has a morals clause to play in his football league, but he takes money from people to chop journalists up in little pieces with uh, bone saws. Um. just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. Uh,
0: uh. All right. Uh, hey, screw we'll man. man no, what, what, Gabe. I know you met him and stuff. Screw Manzel for doing that. I that's that's my take on it. I know no, you ban on met him or whatever. It, no, know he's not my – I'm just saying to do that to the Canadian Football League or whatever, like I have no allegiance to this guy. You, you you, you came in, they gave you a chance in the league, you basically spit in their face to go to somewhere else, and now the league's folded. So You made play your bed sucks, to lie in it. Too bad. Mattel can't play. He's done. He can't
3: play anyways. Um, so before we get you out of here, George, I got to say pretty, uh, pretty uh, weak effort by Islander fans last night that hated John Tavares so much 32 days ago. Like if they're if you're gonna hate you gotta hate hate like for real like they gotta hate every time he comes back. I lost I lost like I defended Islander fan for the vitriol the first time he came back, but the wimpiness of it last night made me lose a lot of respect for them.
4: Well, I, uh, the and I talked about this on, on Sunday uh, that there was never going to be the same uh, the same vile attitude towards Tarz the second time he was there. They got it all out of their system game uh, the first time, and uh, you know, they may have got a little overboard there, but they got it out of their system. And maybe it's because they clinched the playoff spot on Saturday. They were in a better mood uh, about things uh, here. And maybe it's because the Toronto has got their own issues that the Islander fans have let up a little bit. But I never expected it to be anywhere near what it was. It'll be no- it'll be normal hatred now you know, the, for what it is. I think the Islander fans maybe are coming to the realization that, well, you know, we can play without them. Yeah, we are still a playoff team. Granted, I've, been, I've said it all season, they're doing it with mirrors and shadows and a lot of luck. And it's uh, lately, they've been a 500 team, which is about what they really are. But I'm not surprised that they, uh, they couldn't keep up that level of venomous.
0: I just a lot saw... of uh, Leaf fans there last night, too, Gabe. You saw all those fans? Yeah, a lot of people made that trip to Long Island. It was interesting. I've never seen that many Leaf fans in that building. It was weird.
3: Yeah, you know what I see? Um, I often see it. It makes sense now. I didn't, I didn't really think about it at the time. But yesterday, I saw... A bunch of people with like Canadian hoodies on and stuff. like Not Montreal Canadian, but uh, Canada stuff. Actually, hang in, George. We got another three minutes here. We'll finish it up with George. As uh, I have the seating right now in the NHL, and I'm not sure if it makes sense, but uh, we'll, we'll give it a shot here. Game time decisions. Ready
2: for rage Radio? Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
3: I've got just a minute or two left here with George Kurtz. Um, If the Stanley Cup playoffs started today, here's how each series would look based on the current position and the overall standings. One versus 13. One versus 13. Two versus 17. Three versus five. Like, wow. Uh, Four versus 12. Six versus seven. The eight seed will play the fifteen seed, the nine seed versus the sixteen seed. So it's nice that the uh, the nine seed gets the sixteen hole versus the one team that gets the thirteen seed. Like I, how like how I I don't know, man. If we talked about this in the past, but every time I look at this and to actually look at it in numbers now, and to see them side by side, to see that somehow in Bettman's world that it makes sense that the 3 seed would play the 5th seed is is beyond me George it's it's just it has i would say that it's batman's fault but the general managers the owners and the competition committee
4: go along with this so i can't just blame batman yep here right now the players are griping about it so I wonder if this does become an issue in the next CBA that they want this back. I don't think it'll go to one verse sixteen ever again, but it should be one verse eight, two verse seven, three verse six, and, uh, and so on. And you know, Cam and I are about this game. That that's what I was just bringing up. Cam, wouldn't the NHL be the perfect league to do that? Because they are the you know the make, let's well, face it, they're work. the redheaded stepchild. Let let the the, 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 the GMs are. would hate it though. Wouldn't you hate to be a GM and you pick? Oh, oh I'm a Tampa GM. I'll we'll play Carolina first round and you lose. Oh.
0: My God, that I would know. be great. But be Tampa, such great theater. But, but they earned it, right, Gabe? Choose your opponent. It makes so much sense for the NHL. It'll be better than this system, and it's cool. They'd be the only league to do it. If you're going to do it, do it in the hockey league. That's my take. Can't get any How worse. The hell are you guys, the hell are you guys doing on
4: Saturday mornings? Choose your opponent. Yeah, choose
3: your Listen, opponent. It's, it's, a, it's an
0: Elliot Friedman's
4: column today that they haven't kicked around by the NHL people that maybe this should be something oh, we, uh, we, screw we should Elliott
5: do. Oh, screw Friedman. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Doesn't have any traction. I'm gonna have he was rude to me at the bar, too. Hey, rich guy, want another shot? Yeah, thanks.
1: I'm broke
0: the best press. What are you guys doing on Saturday? Nah, I just tell you, I think uh, it actually works better than the stupid system they've got. Everybody on Camp Stewart, here's the news update. This just in, Russell Wilson isn't messing around. Russell Wilson giving the Seahawks an April 15 deadline for a contract extension with the quarterback. The 30-year-old is one year remaining on his deal with Seattle, a four-year, $87.6 million pack. Wilson has spent his entire seven-year career in Seattle, leading the franchise to a pair of Super Bowl appearances, including one Super Bowl title. He threw for 3400 148 yards and 35 touchdowns with seven interceptions in 16 games last year. The Alliance of American Football suspending operations today, seven weeks into the 10-win season, and the league has stopped operations with the anticipation of the whole thing folding. Majority owner Tom Dundon said last week the AAF could not only continue with the cooperation of the NFL and the NFLPA. Not happening. Dundon invested $250 mil in the league last month and was given the option to pull funding need BP. He'll lose approximately $70 million in this investment, but his desire to fold the league opposes the wishes of co-founders Charlie Ebersole and Bill Polian. Perception inside the AF is that Dundon purchased the investment to co- acquire the technology and IP rights to a gambling app the league is developing. The championship game was supposed to be Dallas in April. Ronald Laguna Jr. cashing in. The Braves finalizing an eight-year, $100 million extension with the outfielder. The 21-year-old Venezuelan now will be the youngest person to receive a $100 million contract. He was the Rookie of the Year last year, hitting 293, 26 home runs, 64 RBIs, and 16 steals in 111 games. The Toronto Blue Jays have traded fan favorite Kevin Pillar to the San Francisco Giants for Alan Hansen and two pitchers over seven seasons in Toronto. The 30-year-old hit 55 home runs and stole 69 bags and six. 695 games, known more for his defense and offense. The deal also Toronto gets Derek Law, pitcher, and Juan DePaula, also another pitcher there, and it makes room for the Jays to call up Anthony Alford from AAA Buffalo busy night in the MLB the game of the night Bryce Harper making his return to Washington as a member of the Philadelphia Phillies Washington minus 190 total seven Eflin versus Serzer Tigers and Yankees get tonight started at 635 p.m early start Yankees 260 eight is your total Zimmerman versus Tanaka at 640 we got more action Milwaukee taking on Cincinnati Brewers minus 120 total eight and a half just versus Desclafani. other games tonight seven o'clock Baltimore and Toronto Jays 208 and a half. Colorado and Tampa Bay the Rays laying 65 cents seven flat good pitching matchup Freeland versus Snell Mets taking on the Marlins Mets minus 135 Vargas versus Urena and Houston minus 220 at Texas Verlander taking on Miller at 815 Minnesota laying 140 at Kansas City Barrios versus Keller seven and a half is your total late action tonight after 10 o'clock Boston minus 185 at Oakland. Seven and a half. Sale versus Fires. We'll see how Sale does tonight. San Francisco at the LA Dodgers. Dodgers minus 165 over under seven. Bumgarner versus Ryu and the Angels and Seattle. Mariners minus 125. Eight and a half. Cahill versus Gonzalez. Late night action. Arizona and San Diego. Padres minus 125. Granke versus Lauer. The Wizards of Fire team president Ernie Grunfeld after 16 seasons. Tom Shepard takes over on an interim basis. Washington 568 and 724 under Grunfeld Golden State Warriors three of their players bitched at the refs now they've been fined Draymond Green fined 35,000 Steph Curry 25,000 and Kevin Durant 15,000 respectively for berating the officials just four games in the association tonight we got Lakers and Oklahoma City the Thunder are 13 point favorites 224 and a half uh what else do we got here yes we got uh uh, Houston, Houston and Sacramento Houston minus five and a half 226 is your total, Atlanta at San Antonio, Spurs minus 11 228 and a half, and a good one Out West, Denver takes on those Golden State Warriors in California, Warriors Minus eight and a half, 219 and a half two games in the NIT tonight, first at seven, a couple of deep seeds going at it, six seed Wichita State taking on number five Lipscomb, Lipscomb minus one, 151, late game nine o'clock, also at Madison Square Garden, Lone Star State battle as the number two Texas Longhorns meet number one TCU Horned Frog, small favorites, minus two, 137 and a half. Busy night on the NHL ice. We'll go through all the betting board at the DFS hour. We got lots of games, teams fighting for playoff positions and more. Stick around, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, Gabe Morenci, host Red Heat and Rage. We got another hour, hour two of three, coming up
2: next. Signed is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game, Game time, time Decisions. Time.
3: All right, let's do this again. They've got decisions, level two, fantasy sports on Radio Network, iHeartRadio, uh, now on YouTube as well. Uh, taking a look at the, uh, the NHL uh, playoff uh, format. Now, one thing I will say... The people that seem to be bitching the most about this are Toronto Maple Leaf fans who happen to be the five seed. <laughs> who happen, uh, happen, happen to be the five seed because they don't want to play the Boston Bruins now. You can't rearrange everything because you don't want to play uh, the Boston Bruins. So Alex Smith will join us. We'll talk some NF, uh, NHL futures. Uh, can Tampa Bay look? You know, Duke, Duke were the favorites to win. The NCAA tournament, and they were the overall number one seed. Overall number one seeds never win this thing, man. They've been going back to 2004 since they started this seed stuff. And uh, I think the number one overall seed has only won three times. Similar situation in the National Hockey League where the best team often doesn't win camp. The President's president's Cup has actually been a curse uh, in past years you know, the percentage of the best, the team with the best record in the NHL winning hasn't always been the case that wins the Stanley cup. There's no lock that Tampa Bay uh, wins this cup, but they do appear to be, uh, this does appear to be their year yeah. of all years. This does seem to be their year.
0: It does. It does. But I'm with you. And I totally agree. I don't think it's over yet. Um, Victor Hedman was also hurt and a meaningless game for them. Uh, he said they said he's going to be back for the playoffs, but what does that mean? Say he's still hurt. He's their best defenseman, and I'll tell you one thing about Tampa Bay—if that—that's the one thing about them, you worry. Will Vasilevsky be able to hold out? He has been good, but when bad things can go, uh, you know, streaky in a bad area too. Headman is huge for these guys. I know they got McDonough and other veterans on the team, but that would be a big loss. And I'll tell you, if you're a Toronto, uh, any other team in the East, you're kind of licking your chops. or are thinking, wow, if this guy's not around for the playoffs, we got more of a chance. People are just anointing these guys champion. Gabe, I'm not going to do it, but you're right. The, you know, you look at the betting board and everything else, Tampa Bay is, seems to be head and shoulders above everybody, but stranger things have happened in the playoffs. Sometimes teams get on a heater and, uh, you know, they figure it out. Tampa Bay, it's hard to win the Stanley Cup, so I'm not just buying in. We're not getting enough value. No odds on them, too. We had to get in much before. Not now. Uh, um, uh, I brought up, uh, it's, uh, it's unfortunate,
3: Cam, we're never going to find out if the Orlando Apollos... Uh, we're going to win the championship. Sucks for people that played Futures, though, right?
0: Yeah, so a you lot got of people Orlando. did, too.
3: Boyd? Well, Steve's, yeah, Steve, well, Steve, I don't know, maybe we'll see if some book wants some publicity and they want to pay people out. But uh, Steve Spurrier comments. Steve Spurrier comments. Uh, says they've suspended operations. We're all disappointed. But on the other side, we've got to be the champions. We're seven and one. All the other teams are five and three. Some of us didn't get into the Alliance to advance their careers, but the players have disappointed for the players who believe. This is the opportunity to show people I can play this game. We started this season wanting to win the Alliance Championship, and if they declare a champion, hopefully these guys will be declared the champs because they're certainly deserving.
0: Looks like uh, I agree with the Orlando. old Paul coach. they're seven and one right (laughs) there's no playoffs what do you do you give it to the team with the best record steve makes a great case game hire the lawyer i got to agree with him who else no playoff playoff nope they they (laughs) went
1: The
3: Orlando Apollos. Everybody uh, light a candle, have a drink, smoke a ball, do what it is you got to do for, uh, for coach, the old ball coach. So if you like where he's going with this camp. You say, hey, seven and one. And yeah, he's you know the what's, winner. You know, it's you know crazy, too. Orlando had a team in the XFL, and they fell short, too. <laughs> they fell short. The Orlando Rage. Great name. Oh, yeah, the Rage. Uh, your team,
0: your team. Should have been. You should yeah. have sponsored the Rage. <laughs> oh yeah. You know who the you coach a after, after you and a football and a football team after you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I do have a marijuana
3: strain <laughs> named after me. I'm proud of that. Rage OG. Rage um, OG. Oh yeah. the, the OG strains too, are California. very very
0: good. Very very high quality. OG strains. Uh, big fan. <laughs> it's actually. It's actually original gangster uh, Yang, but uh, we can go with old guy no, if we you can go, like, with since we're three old, old three old guy. guys here. That's OG. <laughs> you
3: gotta see Gabe Smiley. That's oh, old guy. Listen, Yang. Listen, Yang. What's up, there's buddy? three of us here. There's you, me and Cam. Yes, sir. One of us one of us is a father and grandfather. Ooh. <laughs> the other Ooh. two are not. Yeah, so it's not like three card body. We're moving a card. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Good point. True. Cam, yeah, I, well, really see, I, I wouldn't be an OG, I'd be an old gramps. You're old guy. Yeah, yeah, There you go. That's the thing. I, I don't know if I have any children, like, legitimately. There could be a red-headed uh, Eskimo <laughs> up north, but I don't know where he is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you see a red-headed native-looking guy in Yellowknife, he could be partly mine. There you go, buddy.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's like, remember last year, there was a goalie. He's, like, 17 years old. His name is uh, Gabriel City in the Quebec Major Junior League. Yeah. He Mar-A-L-C. won player of the week. <laughs> Yeah. And, and so you people, claimed him people are like, Well if he's going to go to the NHL Sure, yeah, time to get not? a DNA test <laughs>
0: Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Jerry, no that's Maury You are nice. the father Malt. Yeah, That's what we call our buddy Maury He likes no. to leave work early Catch afternoon uh, TV Maury I, uh,
3: I actually ended up uh, speaking to the guy Online and stuff People connected us and uh, I started talking to the guy, and I, I made a joke to him in a DM about that. <laughs> I said, uh, "I said your mother's not like a metalhead French chick from Montreal, is she? <laughs> like, <laughs> I said, like, just by chance. I said, just by chance. Like, you know, just wondering. He he, he, he cracked up. He said, no, no, I'm from Quebec City. <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, that's what I, I was told, too. <laughs> I was thinking, but that's, that's besides the point. So, there's an episode of The Simpsons. I think it's uh, I think it's the one when uh, when Homer gets barred from Moe's for real. And do you remember like he's got a he meets the country singer, Lorleen Lumpkin, oh, like Lur- he goes in like yeah Lorleen,
0: yeah that's right Homer. yeah yeah so
3: like yeah I but he goes to a bunch of bars first. Like, he walks into a gay bar, and it's like, you know, it's like a thousand gay dudes. And it's like YMCA. He's having a drink, and he's like, wait a minute. Something's off about this place. He's like, there's no fire alarm in here.
0: <laughs> he leaves. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. There's no. Yeah, fire so he goes to all these different
3: here. places, but it's great. He sees a sports bar. It's a sports bar. And he's like, ah. Oh. So, like, he's like, a sports bar. Finally. All right. So he walks in a sports bar, and uh, there's two geeky guys. And when Homer walks in, they go, hey, hey, we're trying to settle an argument here. Who's the best XFL team never to win a championship? <laughs> 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 or the record for awesome. the San Francisco Demons. Um, yeah, so it's, it's funny. And Homer says, ooh, uh, he says to himself, he's like, man. I've walked into a real sports bar, not a fake sports bar like yeah. I'm used to. Like, <laughs> like like, exactly. So he walks out. You guys <laughs> are hardcore. He walks out. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. He's like, he realizes he goes, oh, this is like a real sports bar. So he leaves. He ends up at the country music bar after. But I'm thinking now, down the road, that's the answer to the trivia question. Who's the best Alliance, uh, Alliance football team that never won a championship? And when somebody asks you that, you tell them the old ball coach and the Orlando Apollos.
0: (laughs) Yep. i got to be honest with you, Gabe. I think that was a great idea that you brought up. And in all all seriousness, books have given away championship wins for something controversial or whatever. Somebody should step up. Like, if you have an Orlando future bet or something, it would be pretty cool if somebody said, hey, you know what? We're going to give it – you're a winner. We're going to honor these things and get some great publicity for your book. Got to believe that, uh, you know, these guys. people didn't, like, go crazy with this stuff. Somebody will do it, you know. Hey, they paid out that guy for that uh, computer glitch, and it cost tons and tons of money. I got to believe something like that could happen. Great idea.
3: Uh, you know, it's um, there, there are a few players. There are a few players that made a name for themselves. You know, one person that deserves accolades for this is uh, is Trent Richardson. Trent Richardson played well in this league, man. He led the league in touchdowns. Yeah, he was that- a batting fan. Um, happy for him I think yeah me too I mean he's been criticized a lot he plays for the right reasons I think that he played well enough to deserve a CFL opportunity uh again listen he played for Saskatchewan briefly last year he wasn't you can tell he's in a better place now he's in better shape he you know what I mean he was even he was hitting better holes. I don't know. He seemed to get it a little bit more. I don't want to overreact because a lot of the touchdowns were inside the seven, and he was sort of he was a short yardage guy. He wasn't popping massive runs. But, you know, he's not asking for a ton of money, and he wants to play the game. I'm just stating, like, you know, if I'm the Argonauts or if I was the Alouettes or someone, I wouldn't have a problem having a guy in camp. If he makes the team, he makes the
0: team. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say Argo's game because a Wilder. But when you're looking at the the guys on the team, see Montreal, Montreal, make sense there. Even they got a pretty good back. Yeah. James Wilder. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, maybe because the thing is, he wants to eventually try to go to the NFL because he's had such success in the CFL, maybe get, uh, you know, a, a third string job or something like that. But I'm thinking Edmonton would make a lot of a sense for Richardson. You know, that's that's a team I think that needs a running back. But, yeah, you're right. Maybe he has done enough to. Uh, to warrant another uh, shot at things, got to be happy because the thing we thought not he was going to done, and now he stepped up. No, no, Canadian Football yeah. League. He won't make the yeah, NFL. like yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, he he can't go. He can't go to the uh he he, he can't uh, he can't go to the uh, the NFL. Uh, but uh, CFL, yes. So yeah, the um, the XFL. I'm just looking at the old team names. They have a lot of the same cities. Actually, Memphis, Memphis yep. Maniacs. Uh, New York, New Jersey hitman. great name. Um, Chicago Enforcers, the Orlando Rage. Yeah, I was going to say. So you remember who the uh, the quarterback was? Uh, the uh, The coach of the Orlando Rage was Lee Corso.
0: <laughs> ESPN's Lee Corso. Wow, yes, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lee Corso was the coach of uh, <laughs> of, uh, of that team um and hey they were pretty good too you know who the mvp was of the uh of the xfl tommy maddox good call and in fact he got the denver bronco job off of this that is correct that is correct here's i'm seeing here this was bob costas's take on the xfl it has to be at least a decade since I first mused out loud. Why doesn't somebody combine mediocre high school football with a tawdry strip club? Finally somebody takes my idea and runs with it. Oh, shut up. Uh like you'd say get I back agree. Costas.
0: I'm sick of Costas i think about, like yeah. Pope, like holier you know than thou. I'm so up. sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of these guys at the start oh, of Bob Bob the I, I know everything. Oh, I have I have an I have an essay. Everybody else is stupid, you know. I'm I'm the smartest guy in the room. Shut the hell up. Shut it. I'm with you. Get bent. Yeah,
3: you see, speaking of other guys like that, ooh, Rick Riley, the guy from Sports Illustrated, he uh, yes, he, wrote an entire, blow me. Yeah, he wrote an entire book about how Donald Trump cheats at golf. Like, all right, maybe a column? Like okay, an SI, whatever? <laughs> like, a book? A book? <laughs> 244 pages? <laughs> it's just, it's, oh, there's there's no, one? Just no, I don't know. Supposedly a comparison to you know, <laughs> an antidotes to his presidency somehow. Yeah, that the biggest antidote is ooh the his caddies at the uh, west uh, west at, uh, at his golf club in Jersey. Bad minister says that uh, he kicked the ball around so much they call him Pele. It's like oh that's west a funny Ches- story. Yeah, that that's. Uh,
1: No, no, this one, he's got a lot of courses.
3: Game time decision continues. So, as we were going out, I mentioned that uh, Bedminster. Yeah, Bedminster is about uh, 40 miles west of New York City, Somerset, uh, uh, Somerset County. The uh, Trump National uh, Golf and uh, Bedminster uh, Club. Uh, how much do you think it costs to uh, to become? Looks like a pretty nice uh, course here. Look, they have a Kentucky Derby uh, hat party and high tea lunch. Yeah. Uh, at the club that's
0: that's, that's a hat, hat right, Kentucky so. derby
3: hat party you could tell money um so there's a there's a yearly fee and an initiation fee how much do you think the initiation fee is to become a member here at this golf uh, course
0: i'm gonna say uh four hundred thousand dollars very very good guess three hundred and fifty thousand dollars not bad that was so a good it, guess. surprising yeah
3: it's <laughs> three hundred and fifty like up front and uh the uh, the golf club did not respond to requests for the cost because it's one of these deals if you have to ask how much it costs you can't afford it <laughs> um through yeah the site frames the membership fees as an investment in life leisure and luxury all right uh, let's bring in uh, Thing is, you can't be the you, you don't want to play golf there. You can't burn one on on man. You got to have secret service rolling up on you can't Imagine you
0: and me out there. Yeah, you get. That's a good point. You got to go to Rolling Hills. The friendly golf you're drinking course. A beer, are really, you're smoking. Yeah. You're smoking a <laughs> spliff
3: on your golf cart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> President rolls by and well, who the hell are these two yeah. guys? These <laughs> hey, are idiots. Mr. President. Yeah, we we lo- hey, we lose, hey, hey. lose our we lose our privileges round run. I don't even think we'd make the turn. First couple holes we'd be done. Oh, no, Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'd get
3: on. I don't think we'd be allowed no, on. No, let's, uh, let's bring in Actually, Alex. That's a good point. <laughs> let's bring in Alex Smith right now. Uh, Wager Talk. It's been a little while since we spoke. spoken to Alex. can have him uh, back. Wagertalk.com. Uh, and uh, Alex also breaks it down with Babano, which means it must be hard getting a word in uh, on uh, the Ice Guys <laughs> on Patreon as well. What's going on, Alex? Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's going well going well Now we, we we you know we get enough time now we don't get rushed off the air like we used to so uh all of us get plenty of time to talk but uh yeah ian definitely talks more than the, the other three of us
3: <laughs> that's his clam clam chowder saying he's a real chatterbox
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely.
3: that's awesome yeah, he's he's all he's right. a real chatterbox so so um, tell us tell us about what you're doing with wager talk here right now, and um, how low do the packages go? Because I've been told like uh, talk about the two dollar plays and stuff. So talk to us about this and what you have going on. Listen, you bet on you bet on NFL football, and I see you you bet on different sports. Yep. But for you know, hockey is your thing, isn't it? That that's like your passion.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean hockey's my favorite sport to watch. I never played it, but uh but I've I've been a fan my whole life growing up in Chicago. Was you know went through the, the dead years with the Hawks and watched the Wolves and now I live here in Minnesota, just blocks away from I engine center. So hockey's my, my biggest sport, but I'm over at Wager Talk and they also have acquired sportsmemo.com, but on Wager Talk TV, we have a show five days a week called uh, Puck Time. And uh, this week, I'm actually hosting it. Normally, uh, Lawrence Presman is the, is the host, the pres, but, uh, he is away on a, on a ski trip. So, uh, I've been hosting it all week long. So definitely check that out on Wager Talk TV. And then over at Sports Memo, like I said, Sports Memo and, and Wager Talk, they have $2 Tuesdays. I'm the featured handicapper at sportsmemo.com. For, you can get my play tonight in the NHL. It's a totals play. I've been hitting 60% totals all year. Uh, and I'm just a total that I really love tonight. It's a four unit play. You can get it for two bucks. Just two bucks. I mean, that's the cost of, you know, getting a pop or a bumming a smoke on the street. Uh two bucks. Yeah. Or toony, Alex,
0: Tooney Tuesday at Kentucky Fried Chicken, one of my favorites. Hockey and up. Uh, nice. Tooney Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two two dollar Tuesday so the, the, the prez is skiing again. This guy skis more than Lindsey Bond yeah, does. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, seriously, what the life of leisure with the prez, morenzi He takes us to fine dining. Now Where is he an aspen? <laughs>
5: No, I don't know. I don't, no, I think he's in Whistler. I know he was at he was at somewhere oh, else like a God. couple weeks ago. he's apparently like a he's like a black diamond level skier. So I mean, that's uh, you know, I guess I don't know. He, oh. Maybe he maybe he makes a little money on the side betting people you know skiing. I don't, I don't really know, but he does take a trips here so. <laughs> All right,
3: So tonight, uh, tonight's NHL card. It's a busy card. So critical games yeah. tonight. Playoff implications. Boston at Columbus. Uh, so Columbus in a must-win uh, situation here. Minus 141 visiting Boston Bruins, locked into their uh, uh, position. We'll start with that game. Uh, we've also got Tampa Bay and the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens are also in a must-win uh, situation, as are the Carolina Hurricanes taking on a Leafs team that played last night. So let's touch on the three games that matter the most. We'll start with you here, Alex. Uh, Boston
5: and Columbus, any thoughts on this game? Yeah, it's an interesting battle because you got this Boston team. Obviously, they're they're already locked into their playoff spot. They know they're going to more than likely get home ice, barring some kind of disaster by them and a miracle by Toronto. Uh, they've got that second seed in the Atlantic Division all wrapped up. They've lost three of their last four games, and they've been getting kind of lazy, lackadaisical, on defense. Uh, giving up six goals against the Detroit team. Granted, Detroit's been playing really good hockey of late, but then giving up four goals against Florida, Five goals against Tampa Bay. That's something to see. That three goals against the uh, the Rangers. Even that, and that was a win. But that's still uh, something you don't want to do. So they need to sharpen things up defensively uh, before they get into the postseason play. But I don't think that's going to happen tonight, especially because the Columbus team that has been lights out. They've won five games in a row, and they've outscored opponents twenty four to four in those five games. So they're getting some good goaltending, but they're also getting some good offense here. I actually like the over in this game. We've seen the over go. Cash in six of the last seven road games for the Bruins. Uh, and with Columbus, even though we've seen them trend under as of late, uh, like I said, this is a team now. They're getting their offense walling against this kind of uh, Boston defense that's just playing out the string, waiting for next week. I think we can see some goals scored there.
3: Cam, your Toronto Maple Leafs, yeah, uh, we talked about that being in a good spot last night. Not in a good spot tonight. tonight. They're locked up, uh, and I'm seeing Babcock, and I don't like this. We'll, we'll get your take on this. I don't like this. Babcock saying he's going to leave it up to the guys who plays and who doesn't and who needs rest and who doesn't. Like, dude, you're making $6 million a year for a reason. Makes I know, you're a decision. coach. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, handle this. Like, don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, really. Um, I think so he's you overrated got Carolina. A coach, personally. You got Carolina who needs this game. Uh, Alex, uh, Cam's yeah. a, a, Leaf ex- he's a Leaf fan, Le- our Leaf expert, so we'll start with him.
0: Carolina at Toronto, Cam. I'm putting Carolina on the card tonight, Gabe. Uh, we were both on the Leafs against the Islanders. We thought that was a good spot for revenge in a team that beat you up. Historically, Carolina always plays the Leafs tough. I don't like the fact that the line's gone from Carolina as a dog to now a favorite. I'm seeing, uh, you know, 15 cents for Carolina on most spots. The sparks uh, uh, but Gary hey, Sparks. Alex? Yeah, and I'll tell. Oh wow, with Sparks, I even like Carolina more. Yeah, I might Sparks. even take them in regulation to plus, to plus money or minus one and a half plus two twenty five. But I love Carolina at minus one fifteen. Alex, what do you think tonight?
5: Yeah, I'm right there with you. I was on Toronto last night, got got lucky with that win because they almost blew that lead. Uh, and he, you know, the Islanders were buzzing late, and they end up holding off that two one win. But like you said, Garrett Sparks in that, and this guy's a mid range goalie at best. He's, he's he's just a fringe backup. Uh, not a guy you want to really rest your head on. I mean, you saw, uh, you know, the, the two games where he lost against Ottawa as well. He led into soft goals. Uh, so now you got a Carolina team, like I said, they're buzzing uh, overall. They've won 10 of their last 15 games on the road, which is something you definitely want to see. Uh, and, and they've actually played well in Toronto. They won four of the last six meetings uh, up there. So, like I said, Carolina, I think the desperate hockey, but they're playing smart hockey as well. It's a bad spot for Toronto on the second night of a back-to-back. I'm I'm rolling with you guys, too, on the Hurricanes.
3: And the Montreal Canadiens are in a tough spot. They've actually had a good year. They they were better than I thought they were going to be. 42, 29 and eight uh, on the season. Uh, but they're in a tough spot right now. They're, they're the schedule is very tough for them uh, down the stretch. I think they get Tampa twice actually, but um, Tampa doesn't. Uh, Tampa doesn't need this game uh, right now. You mentioned it, Cam. Victor Hedman um, is is going to be out. Um, Montreal Canadiens in an absolutely positively have to get it a uh, hockey game, and I don't want to speak out of uh, the light here. I don't want to be wrong on this, but I think this might be the Canadiens' last home game of the year. I think they might be on the road the last two games here. I'll look this up. But Alice, what do you think of this game? Lightning at Canadians. Canadians are actually favorites, well, like, So I the mean- oddsmakers think that they're showing up. Yep.
5: Yeah, we've seen money come in on, on Montreal on the spot, too, because, you, like say said, you look at Tampa Bay, they've clinched everything. Uh, they could still get the record for most wins in NHL history. That would be at 62. But they won't be able to get the most points in NHL history. That that record will still stay with the 95, 96 Red Wings at 131. But if this Tampa Bay team, like I said, no headman. Uh, Anton Strawman's questionable. Girardi's been out. Uh, definitely for a while and they've got a third string goalie and uh eddie pasquale who was, was played well in syracuse he went 25 12 and 3 uh with, with the crunch in the ahl this year so he's getting a call up this is the second start of the year he did want to start back on december 4th uh against uh, detroit it was a 6-5 game that went into overtime so it wasn't his sharpest uh debut of course but uh, like i said there's no real book on on him so uh, maybe, you know, it could be a lower-scoring game possibly if he shines well. But I think overall, Montreal, uh, being at home, like I said, possibly home, last home game of the year, uh, they desperately need a win here. I think they'll be able to get it tonight against this Lightning team that really has nothing to play for.
3: Yeah, it's funny you bring up um, you bring up the total. It's six-and-a-half, guys, and uh, Carey Price has allowed two goals or fewer in eight of his last ten starts. Uh, you know, it's going to be like a playoff game for the Montreal Canadiens. They, they don't want to get into a track meet with the Tampa Bay Lightning.
5: Um, yeah, I think absolutely. Montreal's gone under in the last 10 games overall. So.
0: Yeah, let's go like under the Canadians number there, too, Alex. I'm taking, yeah, I, I, I lean with Montreal, too, with Tampa Bay's third-string goalie. It's actually interesting. Montreal has played Tampa Bay tough and had some leads and lost some heartbreakers against them when Tampa Bay brought their A game. Now they're probably bringing their D game. They have nothing to play for. So I'm on the Canadians, too. Probably a lot of people will bet Tampa Bay because you're getting them as a dog, but your Canadians, uh, game, I think they get it done tonight.
3: Um, the Colorado Avalanche are another team uh, that uh, are in, uh, in playoff jockeying uh, right now. Big game uh, for them tonight against the Edmonton Oilers, but they're monster favorites in this game tonight.
5: Yeah, I mean, you're not even really getting a uh, much value. Even if you play it on the regulation here, you'd be playing uh, maybe minus 130 or 135. If you're going to play that's the best way to roll with this. So, but Colorado needs this game. Uh, the one thing that does worry me is that Semyon Varlamov is one likely going to start in the net. If he does, he's 8 11 and 3 against Edmonton and 22 career starts with a, a 3 10 goals against average. So that's not uh, something that you, you want to you know really rely your hat on.
2: I like the over here in this. I have a Hang in here. i 120. Hang in here. Huh? We'll just take.
0: Well, your attention is focused on the start of the MLB season and college basketball's final four NFL teams are focusing on the draft. And for serious fantasy football players, it's never too early to start prepping for the 2019 season. Roto Experts has you covered with their NFL 365 fantasy football package, including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto Experts provide dynasty, season-long betting, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at rotoexperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. That's 10% off. Promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at RotoExperts.com. Gabe.
3: Well done, and I look forward to uh, to breaking it down. Daily Roto uh, a style a little bit later on. We'll talk some baseball. We've got NIT uh, basketball. Big man on campus will join us uh, later on. We'll talk uh, about the NIT. A lot of talk about Jamie Dixon potentially leaving TCU to take the UCLA job. But we're talking NHL hockey right now with wager talkcoms Alex P Smith and uh, it's uh, two dollar Tuesday so you're gonna get a nice a winner for two bucks great deal over wager talk uh, check it out uh, so Alex um, before we get you out of here um, NHL playoffs are around the corner uh, right now looking at the futures uh, right now the Tampa Bay Lightning are plus 185 the Calgary Flames are plus 850 so you know what do you think you know, what do you think about the futures here? Do you think the, the Lightning are finally going to get it done and win another Stanley Cup? Or at least I should say, you know, Cooper's going to get it done, and this team will get it done, and Stamkos, etc. He'll get a ring like Ovechkin finally did, or disappointment await them, or do you like one of these live long shots, Alex, and for the futures?
5: You know, I picked Tampa Bay to win the Stanley Cup at the beginning of the year, and I got, I got a plus six to one ticket uh in my pocket with that. But, uh, you know, it, we talked about it earlier in the show about the you know president's trophy hasn't always been, uh, you know, a great thing for a team to win uh, in the NHL since the lockout year of 0405. There's only been two teams to win the president's trophy and go on to win a Stanley Cup. That was the 0708 Red Wings, Crazy. 2012-2013 Chicago Blackhawks. Who did it on a, uh, they also did that. That was a shortened year, the lockout shortened year. So you look at the last, uh, five winners, four of them, uh, have lost in the second round, one only making it to the conference final. So, uh, Tampa Bay is, it's, you know, I, I, like them. I think they're, you know, a talented team up and down, but I, uh, you've missed the boat as far as value goes. You only lay, you get at minus 120 to win the Eastern Conference or plus 140 to win the Stanley Cup.
3: You know what's crazy, Cam? Like you said, Alex, me and Cam were talking about this, Cam. You look back, 2013, Boston Bruins, 117 points, lost second round. Rangers, 113 (laughs) points, lost, conference finals. Capitals, 2015, lost second round. Capitals, 2016, lost second round. Nashville Predators, 2017, lost second round. Right? Like, you know, people, oh, they're the best team. It's a curse. You know, we've seen it. You know we've oh, seen it we've seen it uh, right. we've, we've seen it in the NCAA tournament too. Baseball's the same way too. A lot of times the team with the best record doesn't win a baseball either.
0: Yeah, yeah I mean you have thing, so many guys, teams
5: that just go through like that. Huh?
0: Yeah, I'm with you, Alex, and I look at it, Gabe, and like I look at and look how t- like the Leafs played uh, Tampa Bay tough. Vasilevsky stood on ahead for one of those wins. They beat them on the road. Hey, Alex, what about Boston with that lead against Tampa Bay? Sh- Tampa Bay showed bulls and they came back, but some of the upper teams in the conference, too, it's not like it's a cakewalk. Hockey's a different sport than these other ones, you know? The long season, the way you, you can get beat down, and uh, I'm not sure. Hedman says they might be back for the playoffs, but without Hedman, that's a big, big loss for Tampa Bay, Alex. That's huge, actually.
5: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's humongous because, I mean, you look at the rest of these teams, there's a lot of of offensively talented teams, especially in that Eastern Conference. The Blue Jackets sneak in. We're having a guy like Artemi Panera and some of those other cast members. Uh, they can do some damage offensively. Obviously, the reigning, defending Stanley Cup champions with the uh, Washington Capitals. Talented with Ovechkin uh, and company. And, of course, the Pittsburgh Penguins, a team that's won multiple cups. They've been through this time and time again. And I think the Capitals, the Penguins, both offer, if you're looking for some good value, uh, especially as far as even winning the Eastern Conference, you get the Caps right now. At five to one, or a Penguins at six to one, these are teams that know how to win. They've been through this time and time again, and you know, catching some teams in, in the playoff, like the Hurricanes or the Islanders, who haven't had as much success, or even the Blue Jackets, uh, haven't had that much playoff success overall over the years. Uh, I think Capital and the Penguins are definitely live within the East.
3: Even better odds uh, over at the FanDuel Sportsbook in New Jersey: uh, Pittsburgh Penguins eleven to one to win the Eastern Conference; uh, Washington wow. Capitals seven fifty to win and it's funny you say that Alex because those are the two teams I'm looking at the future odds you've got Tampa Bay plus 185 Calgary I'm not buying it uh, plus 850 Boston Bruins intrigue me at 950 and then I sort of I don't know Sharks no Preds no Jets no Leafs no Golden Knights no and then I get to the Capitals and I'm thinking they're not going to be an easy team to beat you know but they, it's they're, they're going to fall short I would imagine and then you can never count out Sid, uh, no longer a kid Crosby, but still a badass um, at 17 to 1. What's a long shot, Cam? St. Louis Blues 20 to 1?
0: Actually, I was, it's it's funny you mention that. Uh, the Blues in Bennington, it's just one of those things that he's become their goaltender. They're a scary team. They could play lockdown. The, what the, what do the Blues do well is exactly what you need in playoff hockey. They got a good back-end, Pareko, and a lot of these other guys. Vince Dunn gives them a little bit of offense from the back-end. Bennington this stud. I love the way Tyler Bozak's been playing lately. Uh, they got Tarasenko. O'Reilly's been an absolute monster. Alex, I think St. Louis is a little bit scary, Gabe. I hate to say it, too. Uh, Vegas, uh, with the acquisition, too um you know they made some really good moves the resting flurry for the playoff run i would like san jose but i don't trust martin jones i don't think he's a very good goaltender and uh despite being a good team he could kill them what do you think alex about the blues and some of those other teams yeah, I'm really down on the Western Conference.
5: And I this is a conference that I, I really I follow them closely. I follow, if I had to choose, i follow the Western Conference closer than the East uh, living in this area. But, uh, you know, the Blues were a team. I mean, January 3rd, they were in last place. They were one of the worst teams in the league. Yep. But then the turnaround and possibly being a spot to win the Central, uh, you know, it, it, it's just absolutely amazing. Like I said, having a high goalie means everything. And if you look at the Western Conference, the only two teams that I really like and really now it's down to one it would be the Blues. And I was, would have said the Dallas Stars a few days ago, but now it would been Bishop getting hurt, uh, a veteran goalie, a guy that could get hot and steal a series for you, steal a few games. Uh, you know, him having lower body issues, which we saw that hamper him. The last time he was in a big playoff spot in 2015, that Stanley Cup final, he tore, tore his groin right off the bone uh, and still tried to play through that series. Couldn't, couldn't finish it out. So that's a little bit worrisome for Dallas, uh, which is a long shot that I did like. But the Blues, like I said, with Bennington, uh, it's a lot like with Ottawa. We had with Andrew Hammond a few years ago. He could run through and steal a couple of series against some of these teams that are having goalie issues like San Jose, uh, like Calgary as well. Uh, like I said, and some shaky teams like the Avalanche and Predators playing good hockey now, but they have spurted, especially offensively at times. Uh, so those are things you have to worry about. The Blues have the, the, the best blueprint, uh, pardon the pun, in the Western
0: Conference right now.
3: Yeah, you know, it's one of these deals, too, where the St. Louis Blues have been in the league forever, never won before. There's been pressure on them in the past, sort of like the San Jose Sharks, where they've been front runners, they've been forgotten about, they've been underdogs, it's sort of everything. And, you know, fact is, look, as good as the Blues have been, guys, to be honest, the St. Louis Blues have been probably the best team in hockey, along with Tampa, for the second half. I was talking about their numbers last night, Alex. You know, they're like 27-10-4 or something in the last 41 games. So, like, over the last, you yeah. know, half of the season, they've been killing it. Yet here they are with 3, six, nine, 11 teams, Cam, listed ahead of the St. Louis Blues. Yet the fact that they have the, the second-best record in the NHL over the last half of the year.
0: It's crazy to me. Uh, I think also, too, uh, you know my tenant, Joe, big Winnipeg uh, Jets guy. It, I got a lot of give questions. Give the Blues. I got a— gl-
1: oh i know oh, i've already got in
0: and i like what alex said too i like what alex said about the stars if there's anything the stars have been great to us gabe and down the stretch we've been betting them as dogs i don't trust cali big save dave he hasn't been mike smith uh up and down san jose jones big problem jets hellebuck uh has he really proven it before i, li- I worry a little bit about the jets too injuries on the back end uh, the Blues are one of those teams, don't sleep on them. They're, built, they're almost built for the playoffs, Gabe. I'm in. And they know how to suffocate you, and they can win a two-to-one style hockey game. I like them a lot. And, uh, yeah, if I'm going to Futures, that's where my money's going.
3: St. Louis Blues, 20-to-1, yeah. 20, 20 jumping, jumping on the wagon. Yeah. Good. Good value. Good value there. Well, at least, you know what, it, it'd be, you know, it seems to me the West is wide open. They have as good of a chance as anybody. True. I mean, you know, what about Calgary, Alex? Are you buying into Calgary?
5: I like Calgary's offense, but like you said, the goaltending, I mean, David Riddick is a guy we haven't seen uh, proven in, in, a, in a big playoff series. Uh, and then you go with Mike Smith, like you said, another guy who we've seen kind of uh, falter at times. The longest uh, playoff run he made was back in 2011 when he was a member of the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, so, you know, the, the offense is, is great, and I think the Flames should be able to take care of business in their first-round series, wherever they draw. But uh, I think they might have a tough time, especially if they go like – up. you said, those teams that suffocate you, like uh, San Jose or the Blues, they're not fast teams. San Jose is probably one of the slowest teams around, but what they do well is when they get in the offensive zone, they set up well, they execute well, they take – Quality shots, uh, and that's how they score goals. So they're not one of these freewheeling up and down, uh, you know, speeds their team. But once they get in the offensive zone, they make it count. That's the same thing with the Blues. Not only do they have a stymieing defense, but they have a really good, efficient offense. Uh, so that's why I, I'm with you. The Blues are, are in my eyes, uh, probably one of the best teams uh, in the West to win the West. Alex Smith, uh,
3: wager talk. Um, you can also uh, get him on uh, get them on Twitter. Uh, great, uh, great stuff. Um, Wager Talk, as he talked about, uh, $2 Tuesdays, which is a great deal. Some great cappers over at the uh, Wager Talk, and it's not a stiff at all. Two bucks, guys. You got nothing to lose at, uh, at $2. Cost you that for a newspaper. And uh, as Alex stated, he's hitting 60% with his NHL totals this year. Alex, good to talk to you. Uh, good to catch up with you, my man. Yeah, we'll definitely do it again. can. Uh, NHL playoffs around the awesome. corner. We'll definitely all right, talk Gabe, again. Thanks, you can't, Thanks can't, Alex. Can't all right, Take care, buddy. Alex Smith was, uh, Cam, I'm looking at NHL lines right now over at FanDuel. Their future's got some nice future odds there, huh? Pittsburgh Penguins, 11-1 to to win the East. Pretty nice odds.
0: That's uh, that's what I like about your book, Shop Around, Gabe. Like, you, so you're telling me Alex mentioned shop Pittsburgh around, from 6 shop or around, 7. Shop, you're shop. getting 11. Shop around. Shop around. you got to shop around shop, to get shop. the best line. Shop. Shop around. Yep, shop. I'm not sure about Pittsburgh. Uh, I think it's there. They're, I, I I'm not going to be betting them, but from a value perspective, that line is, is very very good at 11. You should be that. So I like crazy the, actually.
3: I like the Capitals more to be honest. Then I like the. Uh, I think the Capitals sort of have a run in them. They're they're going to be tough to knock out. Let me just compare to. um eh, you know what? It's kind of comparable to be honest. Same crap. Pittsburgh Penguins are 10 to 1 at the green book. Same thing. So it's not like, ooh, we're getting to some crazy crazy odds or something like that. But you will like this, and this is something that I really would really like, because I get screwed all the time in shootouts, as we know. And in overtimes, uh, FanDuel, NHL uh, Tuesday, overtime insurance. Uh, Place a pre-live money uh, line bet on any Tuesday NHL game, and if your selection loses in overtime, we're going to refund your bet up to $25. So if you bet 25 bucks on the game, and you lose in overtime, you get your money back. You bet hundred bucks on the game. They'll still they give you twenty five bucks back after you got screwed in overtime.
0: The what about uh, a shootout? NHL Tuesday does, OT insurance. Does that include shootout or is it just overtime?
3: Yes, yes. Or times class shootout.
0: Yes. Oh, perfect! Oh, I love that insurance. That's great. That's huge.
3: Like the how old, many times you like lose a shootout? Uh, it's 50-50. Well, not for me. It's like ninety-five-five. Like I never win shootout. Yeah, so. it's
0: horrible. I know. You want shootout and overtime insurance? Sounds like a better than uh, Progressive. Well, you're going to well, give I was me back say, my yeah, dad? You like sure. that?
3: You like you like that blackjack insurance, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, I never buy insurance, Gabe. The guy who taught me how to play blackjack told piece. me. Yeah. He, he goes, you buy you. He goes, you have a cut list. You don't need insurance. Don't ever buy insurance. <laughs>
3: Uh, Ken uh, Ken Mazzari in our chat said the Canadians are going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the cup. They, they might make the playoffs. They're
1: not winning the cup.
3: you know camp uh, somebody asked me to chat about major league baseball dfs when we're going to get to our lineups yep. um, i think you know not they care about my lineup but they want the knowledge of the optimizer you got to sign up over at daily roto uh guys but yeah I'm, so I'm, I'm doing a lineup over here and there's a lot of Jays that are out of the lineup tonight, bro. Like, grishick has been killing it. I had him in my lineup last night, and uh, he had a nice night. He's not playing. Guriel is out. Uh, Grishik is out. We were talking about the under earlier being in play in these Jays games. They can't hit the baseball cap. Yeah, they've, they've nearly Grishik been no hit twice. He's point, out.
0: Gabe, boy, I was going to do. Stop Sorry, that's playing. That's horrible. Like, I don't know. I, that's insane. Like, I know. I, heads up. I don't know what's what why I bring it up. Me too. What? I was going to put him in Great my lineup. Point. He's not. He's
3: out. He's I, out. Yeah. I, you I, know what? Bravo. I, I to baseball. Thank you, though, Manfred. Because you know what? If this is the NBA, we wouldn't know. Baseball has this new rule. Hey, a yeah. jackass. You have to have your lineups out by five thirty, so everyone knows. Thank you. Makes up my life easier. Now yeah. I know. It's, it sucks, but at least I know an hour before the game. All right. These Jays are out tonight. Grishik's not playing, and, and you know he was a he was a hot uh, DFS
0: player for tonight too. Sure was. He was one of the guys I wanted to talk about tonight. I got a hockey lineup for you, Gabe. You got a baseball lineup. We'll look at the optimizer. Yeah, I'm winning a couple bucks here and there. Had a game winning goal last night with one guy. It just, uh, you know, what? that's the thing. It's it just, I don't have the hundreds of dollars, whatever, when I'm gambling to put into a DFA. Like, we'll enter like the three, five dollar stuff. But man, it really sucks when you win money, Gabe. Like you did, like double your money. You're just like, even if you had like fifty or hundred, you could start to build to it and enter a twenty dollar. And start to do, yeah, me and you, we're, we're doing yeah, the $2, then, $4 then, step, right? Then it's no auto,
3: it's no automatic that you're going to double it up because then suddenly you're playing against Ricky Sanders and these guys because they're in the 20 and yeah, 50s. They're not going to waste their time. Good
0: point. I'd rather Dick stay Meyer's with the fish than the barracudas and sharks.
3: Well, me, <laughs> I look at it as like a lottery. I'm just hoping one of these days I'll win it and win the four, you know, $5,000. Hell, 2500 You know what I mean? The pride. I've come close. Like, I finished in seventh and one with thousands of people. I've been knocking on the door cam a couple of times. But the NBA is a golf one. Dude, the other day in the NBA, I had like 338 points. I won four bucks or six bucks. The guy won with like 441 points or something. Like, it must have been like a record. (laughs) Tough. All right. Best bets, DFS, basketball, all that and more.